right, welcome to our second call to the bullpen. As you know, with all of the corona nonsense in mind, obviously the MLB had to send out a press release uh, regarding what is going to happen for the 2020 season. And so, um, as you may know, they are going to be delaying spring training for a total of two weeks. Um, and Shane, we initially had thrown out a post of about um, um, what? Care to comment? Yeah, yeah. I think you got a little bit fuzzed out there. But uh, hi, everybody. Yeah, we re originally we had put out a statement because I was checking out uh, ESPN and uh, uh, Peter Gammons. The information he was getting was that all thirty owners were on the phone with Manfred, and what they were initially eyeing was to suspend for about a month. And bring back spring training on April 15th, thereabouts, and then the season will start May 1st. Right, obviously, right now, the official statement, which you have, actually will be, uh, which you can read in a, in a minute or two, uh, is just that it's delayed for two weeks. But I don't know. Personally, I think that the time frame that was leaked and from very reliable sources, Peter Gammon is a very reliable source in, in himself, is probably still the initial plan, but they probably don't want to say it's going to be a full month. They just kind of want to take it in increments, which I think is wise. But I don't know, Victor, what do you think between the disparity, the difference between what they are reported to have actually discussed and what they actually released? Um, here's the thing. I, I feel like there was leagues, such as the MLS, NBA, and NHL. Granted that they all announced their news within the last day or so that they were suspending it was only right for the MLB to do the sitting. Now, considering the severity of the coronavirus, still uh, a little bit more. This is the of delaying or not, you know, in a way, stalling for the worst case measure. Um, I think it was the right move to make. I know we're all baseball for an extra week or so, but. Uh, I think the safety of the fans comes first versus anything else. I mean, oh, I absolutely agree. Like I was, I was saying last night, like they they need to follow suit. But what do you think as far as the uh, the time frame they're given? What do you what, do you think that it's it's a realistic time frame of two weeks or or two that the one month enough. thing? Hmm? At this stage, at this stage, we even have De Blasio in New York who's saying that this could turn into like a six month epidemic. So if that's the case, this timeline is like way. Yeah, far but I, I think I think six months is the worst case. Scenario. Of course it is. What, um, but I what think the MLB is doing is is doing two weeks is is appropriate because if you announce six months, that's gonna change the logistics of everything. Have well, I don't to go think they should do six months. That week by week not enough. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, think, I, I mean, obviously, six months you can't do. That's basically saying there's no 2020 season. I think two weeks is yeah, too little. I think if you were to say, you know what, obviously we it's a it's a fluid situation, and we're going to take it as it goes. As the situation develops on its own, it's out of our hands in that way. But I think to say two weeks now, you're you're giving the players uncertainty to a certain extent. Like, do we just stay yeah. in camp? Do we try to get our families down here? Is we're not doing practice? Are we quarantined because we may have been exposed? Uh, do we have a month to go and figure out our lives and whatnot and come back? I think would have been the better option to just say, you know what, it's a month off the bat, regardless. They re kick everything up. 
to reschedule the arenas, I mean, the, the stadiums, to reschedule the staff, to figure all these things, I feel like logistically speaking, it's going to have to be about a month regardless. And so I feel like obviously six months, absolutely not, you know, 100% yeah. with you on that, Victor. But I think two weeks is maybe trying to appease too many people who are like, because there's still a lot of people out there like, this is stupid. Why are they doing this? Because they don't understand. It's actually a serious situation. I, I, I tend to put a little more faith in the initial report that we had that we heard from from Gammons on ESPN of it possibly being a full month at the very least as opposed to the two weeks that they officially said. So, yeah, but the point that I was trying to make before was that you announced two weeks as a preventative measure right? because if you announce a month, then all of a sudden, like, you, I think you place a lot more emphasis on there being not necessarily a crisis within the MLB, but some sort of panic. As of now, this is still a little bit preliminary. If mm. in a couple of days from now they're saying, hey, we reevaluated our adjustments, then they say a month, I'd rather hear that than to be like right off the bat, you won't be seeing baseball for a month. I don't know. Because I don't, I feel I don't like agree with that at all. I, um, go ahead, Shane. No, okay, okay. Uh, real quick, I mean, I, I don't, because I, I feel like MLB is the only one that's actually giving a time frame, which I think is in, is is both reassuring on one hand to say, you know what, we are looking forward and we're doing everything we can to get you baseball, but also a little bit irresponsible on the other hand. M, basketball hasn't canceled the season; they're they're suspending it indefinitely till they add a full hold on the situation. I don't think people are panicking. I think they're like, that's responsible. We're not, we're not, yeah. our players can, they're going to do their thing. They're going to figure out who's been exposed to the Utah Jazz players and anybody else, and they're going to figure it out. But they're giving themselves as much time as they need to figure it out. It sucks with the NCAA. That's canceled. That's logistics of schools and things that and the other thing. But I feel like that's giving like an appropriate amount of time to the fact that it's an evolving situation. This is something none of us have seen in our lifetime. Most of our parents have never seen this in their lifetime. All of our parents have never seen this in their, in their lifetime. And it's spreading. The difference between Monday and today is astronomical. And to act like they have some kind of grasping situation is almost foolhardy, I think. I don't know. Ashley? Um, so, I mean, just from a corporate perspective, a lot of corporations are thinking that within the next two to three weeks, possibly a month, that this will be resolved. So I think... What we heard initially being that one month, I think that's a fair, like, okay, take two weeks, assess where we're at, then take another two weeks to kind of get our heads, okay, we need to move these schedules around and coordinate all these other people who are involved in the games. Mm. I mean, we're protecting the fans, but we're also protecting the players as well, because obviously we've seen with the Jazz that, you know, it is spreading to everyone. It's not just cutting off celebrities. It's affecting us all because we all are humans in fact. But the, the point being, two weeks, I think, is very scarce. I think two weeks is not enough time for us to get things settled as we're seeing our numbers increase. I think a month is a reasonable time frame to say, okay, at the end of the month, where are we with the virus? And then where are we going forward from there? I think that's more of a, a better time frame, like you said, Shane, to get people's families together, people in the right mindset, and kind of take that next step and go from there. I don't think it's anything drastic or scary. Um, the virus alone is scary, but I don't think staying a month would hinder anyone in any way. Like, Victor, do you feel like the uh, 
NBA kind of hit the panic button with what how they proceeded with things in the NHL? Mm, well, the NBA had to put players were, I mean, with Rudy Gobert and Al Donovan Mitchell being reported that they have the virus, they had to do it. They had no other choice. There wasn't a confirmed case in the MLB yet, I mean, aside from Donovan Mitchell's father, who works for the New York Mets. Well, he doesn't even have it yet. Um, they're, they're testing him. Yeah, but, but even so, even if that's not confirmed, I'm not saying, like, if the MLB needs a month to essentially say, hey, we're going to we need a reset. That's totally fine. But given that there's an unknown, I think within the next week or so, or within a week or two, maybe the MLB really re-evaluates the situation. So this news change today, like how news on this virus is changing daily. However, to say right off the bat, one month no baseball, I think it's a little bit too harsh. Yeah, Rob Manfred jumped the gun and was just like, oh, this two weeks didn't work for us, then so be it. You know, Mm -hmm. we have to understand the severity of the situation. But given the fact that if you say one month no baseball right off the bat, I think that it's stretching it a little bit and really hitting the panic button. What about the NHL and soccer and hockey and everybody? Well, as of now, it's unknown because not, we don't even know. We're New Yorkers; we don't even know exactly what's going on. Well, well, do you feel that? Do you feel that? Is is it almost even an issue of any time frame at all? Instead of just doing what everyone else has done and said indefinitely, so we know what we're dealing with. Do you think it's full hearted? Both of you, a question to both of you. Do you think it's full hearted, just in general, to have given any time frame? I think it's fair to have given a time frame in general because. We all want to see an end to this, and I think, you know, putting a, a time frame on it gives us something to look forward to, to getting to that mm-hmm. final day where maybe we can finally put this to bed and move on with our lives. Mm-hmm. Victor, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, give it a time frame, so us fans, we have something to look forward to, but at the end of the day, at the MLB can't control the situation. They're only doing the best... They're doing damage. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right to you there. Yeah. All right. So with that, I will go into the full league release here. Um, so following a call with the 30 clubs and after consultation with uh, the MLB Commissioner uh, Rob D. Manfred Jr. today announced that MLB has decided to suspend spring training games and to delay the start of the 2020 regular season by at least two weeks due to the national emergency created by the coronavirus pandemic. This action is being taken in the interest of the safety and well-being of our players, clubs, and our millions of loyal fans. MLB will continue to evaluate ongoing events leading up to the start of the season. Guidance related to daily operations and workouts will be relayed to the clubs in the coming days. As of 4 p.m. ET today, forthcoming spring training games have been canceled, and the 2020 World Baseball Classic qualifier games in Tucson, Arizona have been postponed indefinitely. MLB and the clubs have been preparing a variety of contingency plans regarding the 2020 regular season. MLB will announce the effects of on the schedule and remain flexible as events warrant with the hope of resuming normal operations as soon as possible. 
Nothing is more important to us than the health and safety of our players, employees, and fans. MLB will continue to undertake the precautions and best practices recommended by public health experts. We send our best wishes to all individuals and communities that have been impacted by the coronavirus. I forgot about the World Baseball Classic qualifiers. <laughs> I completely yeah, there, forgot about that. there are a bunch of things in there, but um, I think there was one thing to note that they do have contingency plans in place. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious if that leans to the one month that we heard is mm-hmm. that, you know, they have that plan in the back of their head just in case the two weeks doesn't, you know, resolve itself. Well, they did say, and I, I noticed that this, in, in this reading of it, what I didn't notice it before was it said at least. So that just, that gives, yeah, that gives well, an open end. Yeah. Like, hearing actually say it back, at least two weeks, like, you just say two least, weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, all the situation. And that, that's what my point was, is that this could extend to a month, but to say right off the bat, four weeks or one month, that's way too drastic. Do you think it's weird they played <laughs> games today? I'm sorry? Do, do you think it's weird that they actually went, went ahead and played games today? Knowing they were going to do this? Um, not necessarily. I mean, the NBA played one game last night. It was the Nets and Golden State. Yeah. And I think this was just a way to wrap up everything. And teams are now able to take on the games that they've played to learn everything about their players and mm-hmm. handle this on a day-by-day basis moving forward. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's either here nor there. I know there are a lot of speculation of, like, was it just to get a, get that extra money in or whatnot, the other thing, but I don't think it's anything that nefarious. I just think they were evaluating it. The show went on until they completely evaluated it, you know, and obviously last night NBA was last minute because that's when uh, the player tested positive and it was like, oh, we have to do this. You know, they had other games going on, so they were just going to let them finish it. And speaking of the Utah Jazz, of course, uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, on the Utah Jazz tested positive, and um, he's the second player in the NBA, second player on that team so far. And, of course, his father, Donovan Mitchell Sr., is uh, on the Mets staff and is with them in spring training. So the Mets' official statement regarding him is, and I quote, We have been in regular communication with medical professionals and public health authorities over the past several weeks. When news surfaced Wednesday night of the situation involving the Utah Jazz, we immediately contacted Donovan Mitchell Sr. to advise him to not report to at our facility this morning. Upon learning today that his son, Donovan Mitchell Jr., tested positive for the coronavirus, we brought that fact to the attention of our medical team, who recommended, as a precautionary measure, that Donovan Sr. be tested, and we are making those arrangements. We will continue to closely monitor the situation, and the medical staff will advise us if any additional testing becomes advisable. Do you guys worry that there could be an issue there? Because obviously I feel like they know that they've probably seen each other recently within yeah. the last few weeks. So do you do you worry that uh, the Mets might be a team that comes out with several positive players in the future, in the near future? Um, I don't think so. Because you also have to think, are we all washing our hands? Are we all taking precautionary measures? We could be fine. But, you know, we could also speculate that we might not be fine and, oh, no, what's going to happen? Um, I, I actually rather not speculate and hope that, you know, we are going to stay healthy, that there isn't going to be a problem, that Conforto is going to stay on the team and you're not going to mess that up for me. But, you know, I digress. Well, that's that's my concern is that what if, what if they set 
do you, do you think if you were, and I'll pose this to you, Victor, if you were Rob Manfred, would you set forth immediately if he, who knows if he has or he hasn't behind the scenes, a policy that says we have to assume, a, you know, the CDC is saying the majority of Americans are going to get it, it's going to pass through their system, and the majority of Americans are going to be fine. You have to assume that a good portion of the league are going to get infected with this. So do you create a mandate that says we will not start the season until every single one of our players is healthy or we know they're not going to be able to play this season or for an extended period of time? Or do you say, all right, it's starting to clear up. We set a date, but now rosters might have to be reconfigured because maybe the Red Sox have two players who can't make it. The Yankees have none. The Mets, with our luck, have 10 who can't play and so on and so forth. How would you go about doing that? At this point, it's the first thing is following the research and following exactly what the CDC is saying. Uh, the second is that, you know, you have to test these players and make sure that they're all healthy, even if it's down to the uh, staff members, you know, as part of the office uh, for the New York Mets. Do everything in your power to make sure um, that your players are healthy. Now, if there's players that have to be placed on the IL for this, you know what? They're going to have to be placed on the IL. But if, say, 80% of your roster is healthy, play a major league game, then you go forward with your 80%. You know, even if this virus wasn't a thing, like, like chances are is that your team isn't gonna, always going to be healthy. You have to go forward with... Uh, roster changes with change with going into your minor league and kind of um, rebuilding your team in that sense. Yeah, I mean it's an unprecedented situation, so I don't know. I almost feel like obviously it's too. I think it's too soon to announce anything, but I would keep in the back of my mind to say maybe that eighty percent number is a good number, or seventy five percent to say, listen, if. if we have to make sure that the game isn't compromised. We don't come back for the sake of coming back, where we have teams that are going to be mostly made up of double A and triple A players, we need to set a precedent that 80% of the entire 30 team roster is able to go so that the game isn't compromised. The teams aren't compromised. And so that we actually give these players who are putting their all in the field an actual legitimate chance to be healthy and compete. And we're not going to leave certain teams behind. It's, it's a sticky situation. I don't know. Ashley, what do you think? I mean, I, I kind of agree with Victor's whole point about the percentages for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair. I don't think that, you know, they should be like, oh, we don't have enough people. You know, it is what it is. Um, because we've seen situations where, like, our players are injured and we have to keep pushing on. And this mm -hmm. is going to be the case. Um, I think it's also something to keep in mind that there are there's speculation out there that the virus actually stays in you for uh, possibly up to five weeks, even after you've recovered. Mm. So that's also something to keep in mind that if that proves to be true, um, how likely is it that we would be able to have a, a, a team of 80 percent? If mm -hmm. everyone has had or some people have been exposed to it at some point, can we really afford people to be out for five weeks? Um, and what wow. does that mean going forward for all teams, not just the Mets? And can you be a carrier to other people even after it's, exactly. you've dealt with it? That's, oh, it's, it's a unique situation. 
It is a sticky situation. Um, Tony Clark, who is the um, Major League Baseball Players Association executive director, says um, that the players are, of course, disappointed that they won't be able to compete on the field. Um, at the same time, they do recognize the importance of public health and safety. So I think we're all in it to win it at this point. Yeah. I mean, I just... <laughs> Okay. I, did, I just my I, I was on Victor first. <laughs> I didn't know who was gonna talk first. There's a pause. I had no idea what was going on. Neither did I. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to Victor. I'm gonna look at his face. But uh, no, I mean, I just, I'm just, I'm very glad that the NBA led the way and everyone has followed suit and did it the right way. I think MLB did it, you know, in the right way. They all talked. I know there was an issue with the NCAA with how they tried to go about doing things, but at least ultimately they made the right decision. And, uh, I mean, it's 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 a scary time. I, mean, I think we'll get through it, but it's a scary time. I don't worry about myself. I worry about all the people that I'm around. If, God forbid, I'm a carrier or something like that. I mean, how's it affecting yeah. you guys in your personal life? Well, that's why we're doing this episode yeah. remotely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the truth they is... They don't want to infect me because I am an asthmatic. <laughs> You're an asthmatic, yeah, and you know we all have we all know people, be it in our families, our our, our friends, or family friends of family members of friends or whatnot, or the other thing, where you know the older generation is at risk, and anyone with respiratory, like you, you with the asthma, and uh, we it's just got to be careful. That's why we're doing this remotely, and you know I I we'll see, we shall see. I just you know I'm glad that the teams and the leagues are doing what they have to do, and. Uh, and it's not about the money, and it's not about appeasing anybody because there's still people. Yeah, I, I have family in Oklahoma who are like, "Oh, this is very good. They're doing this." Then I have other people who are like, "I don't get it. Why are they doing this? It's stupid." We do have to be diligent. We do have to take precautions, um, and I think that's across the board, not just you know in our daily lives, but also um, at work. Which is, you know, it's work for them, not for us. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. yeah so to, I mean, to kind of wrap this all up, Pete Alonso actually put out a statement. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say I'm going to miss baseball. God willing, it will only be a short hiatus from the best game in the world. It's a strange circumstance in a strange world. I hope everyone stays healthy and safe. For the people who are affected by the virus, I wish them a speedy recovery. The best things in life, and then get Alonzo put in parentheses, and baseball season are worth waiting for. Second, thank you to everyone in the medical world trying to find a way to contain and suppress this disease. Those people are working tirelessly to these massive international disaster. It's good to see all those precautions and measures taken to prevent something far more dangerous. Thirdly, we are all strong, one of us. It is our duty to protect people who are at high risk. As much as we hate it, uh, as much as we hate not having sports, it's our duty to protect others. Lastly, LFGM. Yeah. So this is posted today, March twelfth, uh, three fifty-seven. Perfectly said. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't that just make you love him even more? Better ourselves. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I think that was very jarring from Get Alonzo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I mean, as far as we go, we'll still be doing our thing, even if it's all called to the pens for a little while to make sure that 
No one's at risk for anything, but uh, we'll continue to bring you the latest, the greatest, and uh, talk about all things Mets. You know, it's going to be a little bit longer till we can get to the promised land of the season, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting time. But we're still going to be here for you guys, for all our fans, and for everyone out there. And that right, Victor? Absolutely. No, uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram at Standing Room Only NY or YouTube channel Standing Room Only NY uh, as well. And then find us on Twitter. Um, what else do we have? Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, things. And where can we find all our episodes and all the new stuff and the podcast oh, yeah. today? That's, that's where I was drawing a blank on. <laughs> some other outlets. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, wherever you uh, listen to your streaming platforms. And if you want to binge Standing Room Only from the very beginning, when it was just Victor and I last May, a lot of you are going to have the time working from home now, so you find us on the YouTube, and uh, you can see how it all started, how we evolved, when Ashley came into it, and uh, come back to us as your, your met source of information, commiseration, celebration, and me being very, very angry. And Ashley being very, very in love with Conforto and Victor being very, very, very centered and analytical and the voice of reason in many cases. So, Ashley, you want to bring us home? Yes, I am Ashley. Victor? No, no, are we? Oh, I, I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> okay, so uh, closing it out, I'm Ashley. Victor. I'm Victor. Oh, yeah. I'm Victor. Okay, there we go. This is all staying all right. in, though. This is One important. more time. Closing this out. I'm Ashley. I'm Victor. <laughs> and I'm Shane, who I just messed up the uh, the, ca the cameras, but they get the idea. <laughs> and this was the call to the bullpen. We'll see you next uh, time. <laughs> what? What? You're cutting out now. <laughs>